Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. Very excited to have with us today Sebastian Bourget, co-founder and COO of The Sandbox, to talk about crypto blockchain, gaming, NFTs, and the metaverse. Sebastian, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Thank you. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here with you today, Hush. And it's a pleasure to have you. Let's talk a little bit about your background, how you got into this space before the sandbox. So um, I'm 37 years old. I've been an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur for close to 14 years. And together with my business partner, Archer Madrid, we co-founded three companies. We had two exits, always in uh, technology. Uh, we spent the last 10 years into mobile gaming, co-founded in 2011 um, Mobile Game Studio with this idea of turning players into creators. One of the success from that mobile game studio was actually the original, the Sandbox game. It started as an iOS and Android game in 2011. And the promise of that game was to just enable anyone to create 2D pixel world by just by the touch of their finger on their smartphone screen. It turned out into a huge success rapidly, more than 40 million installs, 70 million player made creations. Um, and so content made by users, user generated content was actually contributing to that success. And yet we also uh, had a little bit of uh, uh, like the restriction in place, like we were not able to reward all the creators, all the users, now creators for the content they made. So even though that game was very successful on mobile and turned out good amount of revenue, we were frustrated uh, as founders that we couldn't give back to the creator and the community part of the value they brought to the game. At the end of 2017, we were already exploring with new technology, this time into blockchain and Bitcoin. And we found the first game that used NFTs. Was, it was CryptoKitties. We tried out. We said, wow, there's a game that used blockchain. What is it about? We saw like, wait, it's a game about virtual cats on the blockchain that you can uh, breed, you can trade, and not only trade on the game marketplace, but on to an external marketplace. And as such, you could sell and monetize. And that was kind of like the revelation moment for us. Like, what if we apply that same technology and just allow anyone to make their NFTs? Then maybe we could solve that issue we had of like retaining creators and allowing them to own and monetize the content they made. And that was literally the birth of a new version of Sandbox. This time, 3D, multiplayer, multi-platform. We've been working on it for a little bit over three years, three years and a half now turning it from a simple game into a platform with a 3D editor, a marketplace, a map, a game maker that is no code, and a play side, uh, which we recently launched in Alpha last month. 
um, to showcase the possibility and to empower creators to own the 3D asset and experience they make and finally be able to monetize them through the use of NFTs and blockchain. You know, as I introduced you here today, Sebastian, I, I feel like I went through some of the most uh, sort of important and exciting topics that are happening in the space right now. Blockchain gaming, NFTs, Metaverse, the sandbox uh, is at the fusion of all of those points. For people who aren't gamers themselves, give us an understanding, some background on what's happening in this ecosystem right now. So we've been one of the pioneers into blockchain gaming. Blockchain gaming, it's a wild a term that encompasses any kind of game that uses blockchain technology in a way or another. It could be through like full decentralization of everything, gameplay, game rules, asset, etc. But can also be just part of the game that actually being put on the blockchain. Usually the NFT, which are like game items or other component of the game that are now put on the blockchain and as such can be owned by the users, can be exchanged with each other, can be sold on marketplace can be monetized in new ways. We are at the intersection of blockchain gaming and the metaverse in a sense that offering this 3D virtual world where users can participate into thousands of different experiences through an avatar that's a 3D representation of themselves. And those experiences being more immersive, more social, more rich, more like culturally diverse is really bringing sandbox into like the true metaverse, combining the concept of like true ownership of your identity, of your digital asset, of your avatar with like gamified experience and virtual world. So what is the true metaverse as you describe it? Where do you see that headed? And what's the promise in this metaverse technology? Many of our viewers will know uh, Metaverse from Facebook changing its name recently from Facebook to Meta. Obviously, this is something that is uh, incredibly uh, important and something that's viewed at least by Silicon Valley right now as truly being the future. What's the essence of this technology? So the concept of virtual world is not new. It's been existing for more than 20, 25 years We've seen Second Life, we've seen Minecraft, we've seen World of Warcraft, Roblox, Fortnite now, and Meta, Facebook rebranding itself. So in my opinion, just rebranding yourself isn't going to change massively who you truly are. And being a virtual world without bringing something new, disruptive for users isn't really is, is not being the true metaverse. The true metaverse is the metaverse which puts users at the centers, avatars at the centers, and that enable users to be self-sovereign, meaning like they can take their avatars across different virtual worlds. They can carry their identity from one to another. They can carry their digital assets, game item, wearables, and more from one to another, as well as their money, uh, in the form of cryptocurrencies and other tokens from one to another, being able to exchange it in a permissionless manner and accessing different platforms, having access to many types of experience and representation for those assets. And that's what's really disruptive. And in my opinion, 
can only be what uh, the metaverse has to offer so new as something new to offer to users. Yeah, I mean, it really does uh, sound like what it's about is this this idea of the empowerment of users uh, having the ability to control, to own, uh, to be self-sovereign in these universes, uh, and in many ways to decentralize those ecosystems away from game makers uh, who were kind of the, the gods of those gaming universes and to empower the community uh, that participates in the game to have a greater role, a greater say, and greater governance. Exactly. And I think it's essential to think like what kind of opportunities behind does that enable? Before, whether you were a user or creator, anything you bring, uh, you create, or the value you actually provide by being present and engaging with other users, socializing with them, all of that is actually being captured only by the platform. There is no value that accrues toward the users. There is no reward for users for the time they spend and the content they bring or the activities they do. Which, in my sense, is not a great way to build something more fair, something more equitable, and something that's going to last and be persistent. With Web3 and decentralization, the value no longer goes to the platform that hosts those virtual worlds or those services. The value goes to the creators and the user first in the form of tokens. And that's great in the sense that it's enabling behind a whole new digital economy where users are free to trade, free to define, and can be rewarded. Being rewarded is, the, is really an important way, an important form of um, triggering more engagement. Why do we keep doing the things we're doing in life? We can keep working, we can keep uh, being active by our passion, being driven by our passion, but how long will we, we be doing that if there is not a form of financial incentive attached to it? I think that's really what was lacking in those closed economy versus right. establishing what we can compare you know, in a way the open metaverse and open decentralized virtual world can be compared somehow to new digital nation, new digital states where everyone is a citizen of it, can participate into the governance, can be rewarded for the value they bring and um, ultimately can feel they are actively contributing toward building that better world. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.